This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. And welcome to Dare to Find Your Voice. You know, I've just been doing a lot of thinking. I was going to say lately, but actually, I'm always doing a lot of thinking. But there has been something that's quite persistent on my mind lately. And I just wanted to jump on really quick and just do a quick little share with you today um, about what's on my mind. You know, finding your voice has a lot to do with discovering the power of who you are and really learning to fall in love with yourself, like on a really deep, connected level. And at times, I feel like that can feel really selfish. So it can feel really scary to take that time for yourself to to take the time And putting yourself, you know, first in your schedule even. That's one of the things I teach is when you are thinking of your daily schedule and thinking of your life, to plan time for you first and make that non-negotiable. And it's interesting to me, only I remember feeling the same way, that how many responses I'm like, but I can't do that. I've got kids or I've got a business or I've got this or that or the other that I, I have to do. I can't put myself first. And the, one of the biggest powers in being able to really own your life and find your voice and to really just feel great about who you are, to feel more successful, to feel less stress, really does come from putting yourself first in a lot of ways. And again, it feels really selfish. It feels really scary. And it's really hard to, um, I think, to take that first step to allow yourself to do that. And I remember being there. I really do. I remember there was a lot of negative self-talk. There was a lot of anxiety over it. And I just kept hearing it over and over and over again. And for me, I think the the little push that finally allowed me to, to try it out was my husband because I was he was probably so tired of hearing me whine to him. <laughs> what is my purpose? What, you know, our kids were growing up, life was changing, and I just wasn't sure what I was supposed to do. And I just had so much anxiety over it because I knew that I had something to offer. I knew that I, I really wanted to, I love to serve people. I love to help people. And I knew that I had something to share. And I also didn't feel like um, anybody could hear me or that they wanted to hear me. And I, as I just felt like there was this buffer in between what I felt like I was called to do and my ability to do it. And my husband said, you know what I think your purpose is right now? I think your purpose is to just learn how to be happy with your life and to really start enjoying being you. 
And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And that was the kind of comment that used to really, it would make me mad when he would say things like that before, but I was ready. And he also, I think, quoted somebody else to share that with me. So probably took the heat off of him a little bit. Cause I'm like, huh, if you're not the only one saying that, and I think it was Bob Proctor was saying it too, who was somebody that we love to listen to. I was, I was at that ready point and I said, okay, you know what? And so he's like, just think of one thing that you can do that you would enjoy to do for you. And for me, it was a scary, right? And so I chose to get my nails done and I enjoyed it so much. I enjoyed having time to myself. I enjoyed sitting in a chair and being pampered um, and having a conversation or not choosing to sometimes just be quiet and not talk or other times to just talk the whole time to the nail tech. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. And then I loved going home and having really pretty nails and to have them, you know, be something I could be proud of and to feel pretty about. And so I started doing that on a regular basis and then it built from there. And, you know, I talk all the time about all the things that I've done and that I still do to connect to me and to put myself first. So why am I sharing this with you? (laughs) And again, it's just been on my mind so much that I talk so much about finding my voice and to, you know, do things about for me and about me and, and encouraging other people to do that too, that I feel like, um, It's also really important for me to share the other side of the spectrum. Why do I do these things for myself? It isn't to be selfish. It isn't to um, focus solely on myself. And I feel like sometimes with all of the emphasis I put on finding my voice, that it may come across that way. And even for myself, sometimes I have to stop and think, okay, why am I doing this again? Because really, isn't it about serving other people? Isn't it about being that... um, that safe place for someone else, being that support to someone and just giving of myself. Isn't that what it's all about? I mean, in the scriptures, it says, if you lose yourself, you know, then you find your life. And so every once in a while, I have to stop and do a check-in. And here's what I have known and that I've been reminded of really strongly in the last little bit. And this is what I want to share is that in order for me to truly be able to serve other people, to truly be able to give everything that I'm meant to give, I must first develop that gift. Does that make sense? If I, if I relate it with money, you know, if I have a gift of, of money to give, or if that's my role in life, if I um, am expected or have a desire to donate a lot of money to my favorite charity. I cannot donate that money unless I have first spent the time to create that money in my life and to appear, I guess, a little selfish, even though it's not. Because the full purpose, the intention of everything that I do to earn the money is to be able to have the abundance to share that with my favorite charity and with other people So it's the same with um, my voice. If I have a voice that I am to share with the world, if I have something to say and I don't know how to speak my voice, how can I share that, right? So um, to close and just to solidify the point, I guess there is um, a scripture in the Bible 
that talks about, you know, the, the first, it's in the New Testament and the first commandment. And honestly, I, pr- I know the reference, but since I'm talking right now, it has slipped my mind. So I can challenge you to look it up. <laughs> I can put it in the show notes, whatever. Um, the, there's a man that comes and asks um, Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And he says, it's to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy might, with all thy soul. And the second is like unto it, love thy neighbor as thyself. So there's two commandments and that word like, the second is like unto it. If you look like up in the dictionary, the meaning is at the same time and in equal amounts. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's what it means. And so he's giving it equal weight. Love the Lord thy God and do that first. But at the same time, and at the same amount, love your neighbor. But it doesn't stop there. And a lot of times, maybe not, maybe I'm the only one. But in a, as I observe um, people in life, and I'm very observant, I love to watch people. <laughs> I don't think I am the only one. That I either stop there, or I made it really tiny letters with a really like quiet voice, as thyself. And that's not what it's saying, because if you look up the word as in the dictionary, it means the same thing in equal amounts and at the same time. And I see it as an equilateral triangle. All the angles are the same. All of the lengths of the sides are the same. And because of that, it is a powerful shape. It's a powerful structural symbol that holds strong. There's a lot of strength in an equilateral triangle, and it comes from that equal amount of love. So it goes back to, I can love God only, but truly, am I loving God only if I'm not serving other people? Am I truly loving God? And (laughs) if I'm um, neglecting myself and serving other people only, or even if I'm neglecting myself and serving people and God, here's the clincher. It usually comes because of, and it might sound crazy, but think about it. If I'm denying myself to serve other people and to serve God to the point where I'm exhausted, I'm frustrated, I'm feeling sad about my life, I'm feeling maybe like a martyr, then really is all my attention on other people and on God or is most of my attention on the fact that I am that martyr and that I am frustrated and I'm sad and I'm tired and I'm depleted. And if I don't feel happy with it, with all the service I'm giving, then maybe I need to reconsider my intentions. So by being able to give myself something to give, to be able to fill my well with a substance so I can draw from it and share it with other people, that equilateral triangle really cannot stand. And so for whatever that's worth, I just felt like I needed to share this with you today. And it's the thoughts again that have been on my mind. And maybe it was just for me to be able to articulate it. Maybe the thought is just for me. And if that's it, that's great. But if this thought touched you at all, I would really love for you to spend some time with your calendar and look at your week and chunk it out. Pay attention to how much time you spend doing all of the different activities that you do. And then 
reallocate those things. And I want you to make a space for yourself and put that first. And, and I like to do it in uh, blocks. So I have my schedule. I have Sunday through Saturday and it's just in, in time slots and days. And I will take and with a one, my favorite color, I always use my favorite color. I'm purple. That's my personal time. And I schedule that time in first. And then I schedule in my family and then I schedule in my job and then I schedule in my church and my community and life really um, seems to flow so much better when I do that. And so I challenge you to do that. Schedule yourself first and make that time non-negotiable. And if somebody asks you for a piece of that time, get really good at saying, you know, I'm really sorry, but that time is taken. I have an appointment at that time and you don't have to tell them that's my me time. That's when I'm going to take a nap. That's when I'm going to get my nails done. That's when I'm going to exercise. That's when I'm going to whatever it is that you need to fill yourself. You don't have to tell anyone that. Just say, I have an appointment at that time. Can we do it at this time? And then you look for your color block of social or appointment, you know, work, whatever it is, and just stay clear with that. And Pay attention to how you feel. I promise if you do it with the right intention and with the triangle in your mind, I believe that you will feel so much more happy and so much less stressed and so much more able to do the things that you want to do, including serving other people. So with that, I I will leave you and I can't wait to join you again next week on Dare to Find Your Voice. This is the EWN Podcast Network.